You're listening to Heart Food Podcast, episode 64. Welcome to Heart Food Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, nutritional therapy practitioner and private chef. This is a show that tells you the truth about food, nutrition, movement, mental health, mindfulness, and body image, all with a hefty dose of real talk. This show will inspire you, change your mindset, and help you feel more confident and comfortable in your own skin inside and out. To find the show notes for each episode and to sign up for my weekly newsletter, visit ashleypardo.com. Find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ashley K. Pardo. Find me on YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel at Ashley Pardo. If you have a question to be answered on this podcast, please email it to heartfoodpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show today. Uh, it's December 31st today. This episode is going to come out on January 1st, 2019. So I hope a lot of you are listening on this day and that you have had a transformative 2018. So I don't say hope you had like an amazing year and that you've had all these accomplishments. I just hope that you've grown. And sometimes when we grow and when we become a different person or we transform, it isn't always like the easiest process. So like right now on social media, I see a lot of people who are, um, you know, saying the things that they've done and that's amazing. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm actually going to do that in this episode pretty briefly. Um, but I just want you to know that, you know, it isn't always like the amazing things that happen that create the most growth and transformation, which is what I'm interested in. It is the things that are uncomfortable and hard and uncertain that allows us to gain confidence and to trust ourselves. And that's really what I think everything is about, just getting confident in yourself through action, through doing things that you didn't think that you could do, and then trusting that no matter what happens, no matter what comes our way, that we will feel equipped to handle it. So we talk about that a lot on this podcast, right? We say that... um, you know, I used to, you know, this is coming to like a, from a spiritual perspective. And I guess we're getting right into the episode. I just started talking, sort of had some points, but I guess this is where we're going. Um, in spiritual texts, trust is the most important thing. Trust, faith, knowing that again, that whatever happens, that we will be able to get through it. Because I used to think, like many of you probably know, especially if you're a dedicated listener, I used to think that if I like did enough stuff, so if I was a good journaler and I meditated and I did all of these things that it would basically protect me from pain and protect me from stuff going badly in my life. And that's not the case. That's a huge misconception. I think that happens that if like we pay attention to the universe enough and we do all these things, all these things that I love doing, staying connected, being in my spirituality and really living with purpose, 
that nothing would happen, but that's like such, I see now that that is a very warped way of thinking and that isn't the point. And I'm just saying that not like in an elitist way, because legit, I thought those things for a really, really long time. And I probably only did them because I thought like, okay, if I do this thing, then everything's going to go according to plan. And again, it is about knowing that through uncertainty and through not being able to tell what's going to happen. So not being able to control everything. Um, why did I say that in an accent? Um, knowing that no matter what, we're strong enough to handle it. And that is what I hope this last year for you was for you. And that I hope you had some good things happen. I mean, in a whole year, um, I hope something amazing happened to you, but, uh, this year was pretty transformative for me and I had some major things happen, uh, pretty quickly. So I've talked about on this podcast a lot, how I joined a mastermind this past year and how that was literally the most amazing thing I think I've ever done. Um, I joined Jill Coleman, who was my business coach for 2018 and 20 other women to grow my business and to take it to the place where I knew that it could go deep in my heart. Um, And that in and of itself really transforms my life. It really completely shifted the way that I sort of, not even what I thought about myself because I have really been working on self-love for these past few years. So I always had myself in high esteem. Um, not always, but you know, I've been actively working on that. It hasn't always been that way at all. Um, but again, confidence comes from taking action and and doing stuff, not just thinking about them, but I really transformed myself because I took action and because I just did stuff and I had someone to keep me accountable and somebody to guide me. That was the biggest game changer for me by far was having someone who had done it before, who had done pretty much the exact same thing that I wanted to do, which is to have an online business um, and then make it into a plan for me. And then having women around me who were further along in their businesses, I was literally the newest one in the group to online business, even though I had been sharing on Instagram Uh, I've been sharing on Instagram for many years. I didn't make money off of that until this past year. So I had just kind of sort of been sharing for fun. And then I learned how to make money doing it. Um, And I was still always an entrepreneur. I did in-person talks and I obviously still have my private chef business, which is my bread and butter. Um, but that will likely change this year. And I spent the year not taking these huge things. I feel like when we think of things that we want to do, we like really want to change everything like right now. And it all has to happen right now. But I want to let you know that everything happens just by like a series of baby steps, tiny, tiny, tiny steps. So whether that is changing the way that you eat. That doesn't happen by like just the next meal. It happens by like tons of these meals over and over and over. Exercise, getting strong is the same thing. It's not like you go from zero to 60 in one day, which is how I want things to be. It's 
you go and get a little bit better every single day by being consistent. So I really want to tout consistency and how amazing it is just by choosing to take tiny actions over and over, knowing that things don't happen overnight. You don't grow a business overnight. You don't build a body overnight. You don't feel healthier overnight. You don't build a relationship overnight. Even though I wanted those things, I was always drawn to relationships that were super passionate and like, oh my God, in the beginning, only for them to always, literally 100% of the time, just fizzle out. And that's not the case for me anymore, obviously, because um, I'm in uh, a relationship that I'm really proud of right now and one that is very healthy and awesome. Um, But having someone and people around me to guide me was everything and people who are on my path, which... I really want to talk quickly about my own mastermind because that is exactly what it's going what it's going to be. It's starting in three or four weeks, um, mid to end of January, exact date uh, uh, to be determined. But um, it is going to be starting between the twenty first or the twenty eighth, and we are going to be doing that. So teaching you how to grow your business, surrounding yourselves with women who are doing the exact same thing as you being scared and having people alongside you. And I want you to know that the dream that you have inside of your heart is possible for you with these tiny action steps. So that's what the mastermind is going to be. Cause I've been so inspired by my own growth and, um, big things are coming this year. Uh, I'm not going to talk about all of them right now, but definitely within the first six months, there's like a ton of things happening in my life. Um, and I'm super scared and super nervous, but it is okay. Cause all of those things, uh, those feelings are just prerequisites to change and change is, is okay. So, um, I've sort of been just like free talking right now, but I want to go over the specific things that I did in 2018 that I loved and that really made a big impact on my life. And then I want to spend the second half of the episode or this last portion talking about how you can develop your own goals for 2019 and sort of visualize them and see them come to life. Uh, First thing that I want to say about goals is that you don't feel any better when you get to the goal. So I think many of us have this train of thinking that is sort of like, oh, once I lose 10 pounds or once I get this certain, you know, milestone in my business or once I have a certain number of Instagram followers or once my business is launched or once I get married or have a kid or get into a relationship or live in my dream city, once those things happen, like then I'm going to be okay. Then everything is going to fall into place. And you guys, that is not true at all. And this is only, I'm only saying it because I went through this so many times I thought that once I did something or once I got to a certain goal weight, that was like my thing. Like once my body looked a certain way, then I would finally be happy. And that is not the case. So know that you have to go into your goals with the correct intention. It can't be a goal that's going to make you feel worthy about yourself. You got to go do the self-work to love yourself and to feel worthy right now today, which can be done by talking with friends. Uh, I'm definitely going to be talking about that more this year. So stay tuned for tools about self-worth and self-esteem and and self-confidence because 
because what is up with these accents? Uh, Because those are things that I have struggled with so much that I don't really struggle. I mean, of course I have my moments where like we feel and hear the voice of like, you're the worst, you're not enough, but that's like, whatever, like that's probably never going to stop. So that's okay. And I know that those voices aren't true. Um, but I do still have moments where I get caught up in them. Not all the time, definitely not like to where they used to be, but of course we're human. We hear those things. So I want you to approach your goal with the right intention of like, no, this thing is just actually going to improve my life. It's going to make me feel better. It's going to give me something that I want and desire. It's okay to have desires, but don't put all your happiness on that goal. And don't think that automatically, once you get to it, then everything's going to be like amazing and rosy because it's not, it's just like, like with my goal weight, it was just like, okay, now I'm like the same me in a smaller body and my problems are all still here. So it's okay to have that goal. But again, if you come from that place of worthiness and confidence and self-love, then it's like, there's no rush to get to the goal. There's no, because you already feel the way that you want to feel at the end. So think of how you want to feel at the end of your goal, or think of how you are going, how you think that goal is going to make you feel. So is that bold? Is that like alive? Is that joyful? Whatever it is, or secure, or uh, safe or whatever it is and do your best to feel those things now that way there's not like this rushy pressure this like grabby intensity and if you get me you get me because you know exactly what that feels like so that is not going to be in your goal your goal is just daily action steps and habits that you're going to take every single day to or most days uh to get to it Uh, and stay committed to it. Again, just small action steps versus needing to overhaul your goals and your life and everything because you need that goal in order to feel better and to feel worthy. It's not how it works. So if we come at it with a sense of patience, with a sense of knowing that we're enough already, then the goal will last us sustainably because for many of our goals, we're going to get there. And then it's like, oh God, what's ha- what happens now? So we sort of have to have a plan of how to continue going. And that is all just habits, which at the beginning can be hard to develop, but it is possible. So I just wanted to preface that um, little talk about goals, about how it's not an, an automatic life fixer and, uh, you know, a sense of self fixer. It's just like, okay, this is just really my dream and my vision for my life. And I'm coming at it from a really loving place. And I swear the universe hears you. I fully believe in that a hundred percent because I do feel connected in that way. And I feel that I'm even getting chills talking about this right now because it is true for me. And if you're into the woo, maybe it's true for you. But I feel that if you are a person who is on a mission and if you declare it and you take appropriate action towards it and you don't let resistance, which is going to show up every day, that feeling of like, I shouldn't do it. Should I? I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm tired. Like these excuses that come up, that's just a resistance. Um, If we can get through that resistance, which Stephen Pressfield in the art of, in the war of art, uh, talks about how it's like slaying a dragon every day. If we can get through that, then we can do a lot of really amazing things. So 
that's just like my little disclaimer about goals, but I wanted to talk about um, the things in this year for me that made the biggest difference for me. Um, at the beginning of 2018, I made a list of the things that made me feel like shit and the things that made me feel good. Super simple, super practical. And that was extremely eye-opening for me, which is going to be one of the things of how you can sort of visualize your goals for next year. But that thing was so powerful because it's like, why am I still doing this thing that makes me feel like shit? And one of those things was alcohol. And this year I did drink a handful of times and I am not sure that I am leaning towards full sobriety, even though that's sort of my life. I don't really want to put a label on what I'm doing. Um, I had like one sip, one or two sips of wine on Christmas Eve and that was it. And a little bit of um, like half of a margarita on my bachelorette party. And again, for me, it's not like I'm, I'm an alcoholic. Once I have it, I can't stop. It's not that it's just like this thing doesn't make me feel awesome and I don't need it. So, and when I do do it, it can be from a place of like really deliberate intention, just wanting to, um, enjoy myself with my friends super rarely. And I'm not like my wedding is coming up. So it's like, I don't know if I'm going to put that label on myself to be sober, but I definitely added a level of mindfulness to my drinking where I just wasn't drinking on every whim, like just because everybody else is drinking. Cause that like literally, uh, is just not working for me and did not work at all because then like you can have several times a week where you drink. And if a drinking makes you feel like it makes me feel, um, it kind of like totally ruins the next day, like completely. And, Again, I drink very tiny quantities when I do choose to do it, which is so rare, which is like once every like three months or something, or even once every six months. Um, who knows what it's going to look like in 2019 for me? I kind of view it on like a moment to moment basis. Um, and it's always with other people, like hundred percent always with other people. And it's not about a pressure thing. It's just like, okay, like I don't have much to do, to do tomorrow. And I'm going to choose to do this thing right now. But knowing, having that knowledge and knowing how I react to alcohol made it a lot easier for me to just be like, okay, I don't want to do this right now. Like I have shit to do tomorrow and I want to work out and I want to feel good and I want to eat healthy and alcohol ruins all those things for me. So I'm just going to choose not to. And that added to my clarity, to my productivity, to my strength to me just being more me. And I found out in 2018, especially towards the beginning when I started to talk about this stuff, that I can either have the life that I want to live or I can drink alcohol. And that's what it comes down to. And it was not easy at the beginning because again, once you stop drinking, you sort of or just stop drinking at every whim, you sort of see how much it is infused into our culture and into everything. And when you don't drink, it's like a big deal to some people like, wait, why aren't you drinking? What's happening? What's going on? Why are you doing this? And I had to learn to use my voice and to say like, nope, I'm not drinking. Like, it's okay. Sometimes people pressed on and I would say, it just makes me feel like shit. And that's it. Like, no explanations, no, um, like no extreme explanations or anything, but that one thing completely shifted 
the way that I could show up for myself and care for myself and honor myself every day. So that was just one really, really tiny thing that made this huge, huge, huge difference. The next thing I already talked about, that was hiring my coach and, um, being in the group of women that I was in, I will always continue to have that support. I think I'm always going to be based on like the results that I had this year and how much it changed me. I'm always going to be somebody who invests in myself. I invested in myself next year in a different mastermind. And I am so scared about that and so excited at the same time. Um, But it's just another huge, huge, huge leap for me. And it is just something that makes me extremely uncomfortable. And that's kind of a sign that I know I'm going to grow and I know I'm going to do it because that's the exact same place that I was in, in the one that I was in this year. So I encourage you to be somewhere that's going to stretch you. And if you're just starting out, my mastermind is the perfect place for you. Uh, The next one is clarity on my friendships. So this year was kind of a year where I made it really intentional about like who I was going to hang out with and what I was going to do. And that included sort of, mm, how how do I want to say this? It sort of included just me, um, I don't want to say separating myself, but it just included me like just being deliberate about who I wanted to spend my time with and noticing like, Hmm, if I hang out with this person, does it make me feel good or does it not make me feel good? And based basing that on that. And once I got really clear about that and sort of like turned down the volume of, on some of my friendships, new ones really came just pouring in and were so amazing for me. So I need you to also trust that if you're going through that, that like, if you need to change friendships, you know, it doesn't have to be like this big thing where you eliminate everybody and everybody's like toxic. I hate when people say that. Um, it can just be like, maybe you're changing or maybe you just have different interests. I promise you, once you make that intention, new people will come in and it's going to be a lot, lot, lot better for you. The next thing was that I got engaged to the love of my life, my person, my soulmate, the person who is the person who I'm most grateful for. And we couldn't be happier about our, about this like step that we're taking. We've been together almost five years. So, um, we feel ready for it and we've spent this past year, well, me and my mom have mostly (laughs) planned my wedding. That's going to be in February at the end of February. And we're so excited. And wedding planning really was not that bad. I only got into two fights with my mom, uh, which I hear can be a lot worse. We got into two pretty intense fights and, um, that was it. But other than that, my mom has really been there for me and, showed up with me at everything that I needed and has just been an incredible source of support for me in that. But, um, that's been a big change for me too, because, you know, I've never been married before and I always never really knew if I wanted to get married. And honestly, what people say about engagements and seeing it on TV was a hundred percent true for us. Um, it was the most amazing moment of my life thus far, like by far was so special. Um, we, it even, it happened at home. So it wasn't even like this big production. It was like so special 
And that moment was the best moment of my life. So if you're out there, um, I've been through so many shitty relationships, you guys, like just so terrible. And if you're out there and you are single and maybe you have an intention to find your partner in 2019, just know that if you're alone right now, that that time is deliberate and it's really beneficial for you to sort of figure out what you want. And sometimes you have to go through really shitty things and be with like really crappy people that don't deserve you, which was my story. My self-worth was like in the tank. So I went for people that like anybody that gave me attention, I would go for. So that is not the case anymore at all. Again, I have like the best person in the world for me, but it really only came because we both separately did a lot of work on each other prior to meeting um, even though we were both like in each other's orbit and we didn't really know. And we met on Tinder, by the way. So thanks Tinder. <laughs> it does work for some people. Um, and then we also did a lot of growth in our relationship, just being really committed to growth and being committed to the strength of our relationship, which is really, really, really healthy. So can't wait for that. That's like a big, one of the big changes that's coming in less than two months, which is nuts. I also talked a little bit about just the forward action, taking action, no matter what my year, my word of the year for, uh, 2018 was bold, which was to take bold action. My year for 2017 was shed, which was like me just getting rid of like my shitty beliefs. So shedding all of those, then getting into bold. And I will say my year, my word for next year, uh, at the end of the episode, but it really just came down to taking forward action. I cannot repeat that enough. Just taking little tiny steps. And if you're feeling anxious about it, just take action. I swear it is so, so, so powerful. There's so many like magic fixes out there were supposed magic fixes, but I swear that just taking tiny action is the best medicine for almost everything. Sometimes rest is amazing too. I will also always look back at this year as the year that I got strong. So I had been working on my strength journey for a really long time. And you guys heard that last week with coach Pana, so I won't get into it too much, but I never thought I could be strong. I didn't think that I could do it or was capable or like I had like this defunct body, you know, that couldn't ever do a pull-up. Like I literally thought you can't do a pull-up. You can't do any of these things, but I just never exposed myself to the stimulus to make myself get stronger. And that strength in my body has really translated into amazing strength in other areas. So I really encourage you. I'm happy with whatever way you move your body. If you're moving your body, whether that is whatever you do, but if you can get in on some strength, I promise you that it is so transformative and stay tuned because I know coach Panos and I are going to have something up our sleeve to offer you guys. So I think that's it for my 2018 stuff, how to help you go forward into 2019. These are my six steps that you can do to sort of get clear on what your goals are going to be. The first thing I want you to make a list, a really detailed list, and I will post this on my Instagram stories. I will post my 2018 version on what makes you feel good and what makes you feel like shit. And just be super honest with yourself about it. Just write it all down. It's okay. Uh, Just be so honest. See it all there in front of you and then evaluate what 
why you're still doing the things that make you feel like shit. This was completely life-changing for me. I don't really engage in the things that make me feel like shit as much anymore because I saw like literally practically, uh, okay, these things just don't make me feel awesome and I don't have to do them. That was revolutionary for me too. And sometimes the things that make me feel good require a little bit more work and that's okay too. They're going to be different for you, but just do that And that can give you clarity on the year and just give you self-awareness around your actions. The next thing is visualize where you want to go and what you want to do. So maybe set some big goals, um, you know, know that it might take a year or two years to achieve them, but literally visualize it and get really detailed about it. Like what is going to happen to your business? What's going to happen to your body? What is going to happen in your relationships? Do you want to get a new home? Do you want to get a new place? Do you want to maybe get a new car? Do you want to grow spiritually? Do you want anything that you want? Just visualize what that's going to feel like. And every day, go back to that intention of what it's going to feel like and literally just visualize every detail, how things smell, how things look, where you are, what are the sounds around you. And even when you're driving or something like I don't do, I know Abraham Hicks uh, talks about how you should sit in meditation for a long time and, and visualize these things. I don't do that. I just kind of do it throughout the day. Like if I'm washing dishes or walking my dog or something, then I visualize everything and you guys, my things have come true. So it's really about raising your self-worth, visualizing it, knowing that you deserve it, and then taking the action. So that's, I'll probably do an episode all about manifestation and what I think of it. Um, but that is really, those are some really simplistic ways of describing it, what I just said. And then I want you to make some long-term and short-term goals. So again, you visualized your stuff, maybe you wrote some stuff down, but now differentiate them between long-term. So maybe things that you want to accomplish within the first six months and then the, you know, the first year or this whole year, and then short-term goals. Like what are things that you can accomplish within 30 days? How many, you know, if your goal is fat loss, how many pounds do you want to lose? Do you want to lift a certain weight for your deadlift or your push press or your squat or whatever your lift is? Do you want to be able to do a push up? Do you want to do a pull up? Maybe set a three month goal goal for those things. But then maybe if you're practicing your pull ups, you can say like, okay, three days a week, I'm going to do some negatives on the bar, which anybody can do. And those get you super strong really fast. So maybe commit to doing like 10 negatives three days a week and that's a really short-term goal and you will be able to see progress, but I would write stuff down. So maybe have a place where you write things down and you can see your progress because that is super, super helpful and motivating. But I also suggest having discipline and that is my next tip is to develop habits. And the reason I don't talk about motivation really is because I don't believe in it. I really believe in daily action and habits and discipline. So I used to be very like just loosey goosey with myself, just like, la la, like, I guess I'll just do this when I feel like it. And then if I don't feel like it, like whatever this past week has been like that for me, like I haven't really done much. I've taken a lot of naps, but that is okay because I'm usually just go, 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 like a little bit too much. But this year I made a deliberate effort to, or this year I'm making a deliberate effort to rest when I rest, but when I'm working, be focused, be, um, you know, have my eye on that thing that I want and just continue 
going like in that song formation what's that line that beyonce says um i see it i want it i don't know what it is but um there's a line in formation i don't i'm not even sure if i just sang from formation or no i see it i work hard i whatever um (laughs) uh there's something like that in that song, but it is what it is. It's, you see something that you want, you work hard every single day with your tiny baby steps and you just keep going and things are going to feel uncomfortable at the beginning. Like if you've never, if you want to grow your business and you've never done social media content, it might feel uncomfortable to show up on Instagram or uncomfortable to do an Instagram story or an Instagram live. But soon those things, which I do believe that everybody needs to do those if you want to grow a business online, or even if you want to grow any business, it's super valuable to do those things. You just need to do them a couple times where you can expect to feel uncomfortable and that's okay. And then later it becomes a habit. So focus on the things that you want to do and create and write down the habits that are going to get you there. So is it writing a little bit every day? Is it doing three strength training workouts a week? Is it cooking your meals and then embody that person? What does that person do every day? Like think of the people that you admire, write down their qualities and then embody those qualities because in order to change, you can't just like kind of change in order to get to where you want to go. You can't just like be half-assed about it. And I used to be half-assed and that's not, it's not working. It doesn't work. So it's best to embody that person, have a growth mindset and allow yourself to transform. My fifth one is to get help. So if you don't know where you want to go, then hire a coach. You guys, it's so powerful. Again, third time I'm mentioning my mastermind, but we only have a couple spots left and I want to make sure that they go to some really incredible people. Um, I'm going to be talking about the mastermind more this week on social media because we still have about a month before it starts. Um, but get help, hire a fitness coach, hire a trainer, hire a nutritionist, hire a therapist. If that's what you need right now, if like you need to work on your self love and self care and honoring yourself, um, hire a therapist like that helps so much or hire a life coach or if you can hire a business coach that is amazing if you can join a mastermind invest in yourself have somebody help you it happens faster and it happens in a way where you literally blossom in a way that you wouldn't um, be able to do by yourself and after going through that myself I'm 100% positive of that The last thing that I want to leave with you before this podcast is over is to believe. So whatever it is that you want, whatever it is that you want for this next year, you need to believe it. If like you are acting with a lower, like if you're still acting, but you have a lower level of worthiness in yourself of belief and you don't really believe it's possible for you, um, it likely won't happen. And you can literally change your mind. The mind is so powerful, you guys. So if you literally believe that you can do something and you become your own hype woman in the moment, because we don't have somebody with us at all times, then things can really make a huge, it can make a huge difference if you do that, if you believe, because I used to act in a certain way, not knowing why I was doing things, maybe doing them because I thought it was my only way of getting worthiness or whatever. Um, but it never worked. So, because I never really believed it, but if you can align your self-worth 
with the things that you truly, truly want and know that you believe that you deserve them, know that you deserve them, raise that self-worth up to know that you, and act in a way that you are worthy, then things come to you, um, in really magical and amazing ways. And I'll also say that if we continue to act in ways that like, let's say you want to get into a relationship, but you are still dating people who don't deserve you, who you know are shitty for you, which you know, deep in your heart that they are, then it is extremely unlikely that somebody that's actually deserving of you that is on the level that you want is going to come to you because you are, you know, kind of shouting out that you don't believe that you deserve it. Jobs, it's different because like we all have to make money. So maybe you're at a job right now that is not optimal for you. Maybe you know you deserve more money. I would actively look for another job. Um, if you really don't like your job and you're not making as much money as you want to, I would actively look for one. And then maybe at the same time, um, like something that can pay your bills and then that can be a little bit less uh, sucky because I've been there in those jobs that suck. Um you can actually look for one and then you can also work on the thing on the side on the other thing and then just continue sending those signals that you believe that you deserve it through meditation um through using the tarot through journaling um i'm going to be doing a lot more content around listening to your inner voice and your intuition this year because it is so important but um that's all I'm going to leave you guys. I I thought this episode was going to be 15 minutes and it's not, it's over half an hour, but, um, I want to wish you guys the best 2019. I hope you grow. I hope you transform. I hope you take these tips and use them. Um, I'm so excited for 2019 and I hope you guys are too. Let me know if you have any questions or anything else that you need help with. I'm always here for you guys, and I love you very, very much. I got so caught up with just saying the goals and stuff that I forgot to say my word of the year for you guys. So like I said, 2017 was shed, getting rid of those beliefs. 2018 was the beliefs that didn't serve me. 2018 was bold, taking that action. Now I feel as if I have a foundation for everything, and I just got to go and got to continue moving. So my goal is, I mean, my word is drive and my word was actually going to be focused. That's the one that I wanted to be. Uh, but for some reason drive kept popping into my head and it kept, um, resurfacing itself to me. And if you're driving, then you're already focused. So got the car, it's full of gas. I am ready to drive and continue to go forward And I would love it if you guys could share your word with me as well. Thank you so much for listening to Heart Food Podcast. To find the show notes for this episode, visit ashleypardo.com. Follow Ashley on social media at Ashley K. Pardo. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your family and friends and give us some love by subscribing and leaving a five-star rating and review on iTunes.